Welcome on everybody to the only podcast that you should listen to Sports Voice After Dark. I'm here to give the people what they want. Well then fine! That's what you want, then let's have it out right now! Our SPAD Athlete of the Year, Nick Kyrgios. Mate, there is music playing in the crowd while we are playing! So I've told you seven times! I mean, I do have to appreciate the fact that you showed up to the show with no working laptops and eating out of a box of leftover pizza. Are you ready? Life's too short to take the under. Sad if it had a live audience, half the time would just get booed. Why is something called Joe Ingles making 14? No, no, don't you dare! Don't you dare with this slander! I'm really into this this curling thing. Dude, Watch Big Sky was down yesterday. They had a lit game against Northern Colorado and I couldn't even watch, watch it. Watch Big Sky was down. You, you, something is wrong with you! Yes! Sir, it I'll doesn't make any sense! Draft your ideal NBA starting five based on 20 heroes that are slated to appear in the new Infinity War movie. I think that you have to find the LeBron James in this draft. I think clearly that is Black Panther. He's got the quickness, he's got the speed, you talk about that leadership. Thanks for watching my movies. Welcome on in everybody to part two of our Sports Voice After Dark NBA preview. We did the Eastern Conference, now it's time for the Western Conference. We've got Noah Kaufman, Lucas Kaplan here to talk with you guys. Lucas, your first spat appearance. How are you feeling? I mean, I'm feeling pretty excited. The NBA season is like Christmas time to me, so I'm ready to get into it. It is a special time of year. All these sports going on, MLB playoffs, NFL. We're not going to talk about that. We'll save that for a later, later episode because it's all NBA here. Noah, how are you feeling? You know, I'm, I'm feeling a little weird, Zach, got to be honest with you. Start of NBA season is always very strange for me. We already got three other sports up and going. Uh, and while, you know, I'm not so locked into the MLB playoffs as soon as the White Sox go out, which is before the playoffs every single year. But, you know, the NFL, I'm going to be honest, commands a little bit more of my time as does college football. So I'm st it's, it's kind of this weird state where I'm still paying attention to the NBA, but I'm not really locked in like I would be in those dark winter months when nothing's really going on, like late February. Sure, definitely. Well, good news is you're a SFAD veteran. You're going to come with the takes. And uh, we'll, we're just going to get right into it because, you know what, we were, I'm rolling from this Eastern Conference preview. What we've been doing is going alphabetical order, just reading off the teams. So let's get right into it, though, with uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks last year, it's been, it was an exciting offseason for them. The steal of the draft, as many are saying, getting Luka Doncic. Uh, 24 wins last year. People are projecting that to go up all the way to 34.5 is the over-under. So I'm going to start with you, Lucas. What is there to be excited about with the Mavericks heading into this year? Where do you see them standing relative to the rest of the West? Right. I will take the over on that. And because I think I would agree with uh, prognosticators that think Luka Doncic is the steal of the draft. I mean, it's something you don't normally hear at the third overall pick. But I think he's a 6'7 guard. He was the best player in the second best league in the world at the age of 19. And then you couple that with an explosive point guard like mini Russell Westbrook, in my view, and Dennis Smith Jr. And that's a backcourt that's only going to get better barring injury. And I think Harrison Barnes can be another key piece of that you know, scoring, I guess, trio. Yeah, I just want to first take issue with something that you led with there, Zach. You, you, and and, and Lucas, you, you repeated it. Luka Doncic, the steal of this draft. The Mavericks did get the steal of this draft, but it was at number 33, boys. Jalen Brunson, oh. hometown guy. I thought you were going to say number Go. 60, Costas. I, 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 I do like Costas. He's not, he's not actually that good, so that's the issue. <laughs> wow. uh, Jalen Brunson, you know, coming out of Nova, he's a leader, you know. He's, he's, you can't teach leadership, Zach, okay? okay? 
I don't actually think Jalen's going to be that good. No. I got to <laughs> rep my hometown guys, you know, from Chicago, all my Chicago area sure. guys I got to stand for. I don't know what to think about this Mavericks team, to be honest with you. I mean, it seems like every single year they're trapped in between a state of getting young and staying old at the same time. You know, they had all those interesting guys kind of pop up in the middle of last season. Like, it felt like Seth Curry had four games where all of a sudden he was this guy. And then Yogi Ferrell had, like, 15 games where he was this guy. Those guys are gone now, you know? And it's just it's just a strange situation for me in terms of the Mavericks. I don't really know what to feel on them. Uh, when I don't know what to feel, I take the under, um, especially in a conference this stacked. Um, you know, you, when, you're, when you're trapped between states in terms of old and young, and I love their young guys. I don't, I don't dislike their young guys, but it feels like this is a team that doesn't really have an identity, and in a conference this good, you can't really be stuck between phases. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to find an identity, and I think part of that is probably – I'm with you, Lucas. I thought they had a great offseason, and I think that – I mean, maybe the direction they should have headed was tanking, but that's not what this organization is about. That's not what Mark Cuban and Rick Carlisle want to do. So – I mean, if you don't want to tank, what do you do? You get the best player in the draft in Doncic. You uh, pay for DeAndre Jordan. Now you have a you know presence in the middle. And I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that I don't think this team obviously. No one's saying that they're going to contend, mm-hmm. but I think that there's enough interesting pieces where at least there's something to be excited about. At least they're not going the other direction. When you win 24 games last year, there part of you can say, all right, let's unload these contracts. Let's get a Wesley. Let's get rid of Wesley Matthews and Harrison Barnes get young and they're not doing that and I think it's going to be a fun team to watch they've got the backcourt in place you mentioned Doncic and Dennis Smith and you know you couple in some experienced wing players in Wesley Matthews Harrison Barnes DeAndre Jordan in the middle and we haven't even mentioned Dirk Nowitzki yet I mean his retirement tour who knows what uh what he's gonna what he's gonna be able to bring but just having that veteran there kind of mentoring those younger players I think um, at least it's, I'm excited to watch the Mavericks this year, even though I don't know mm-hmm. if they're going to be very good. I can't say that a lot about a lot of other teams that won 24 games this year. So I've got the, I've got the over. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got a slight over, 34 and a half. Okay. Noah took the under. Right. We'll see. I believe in the Mavs. None of us agree that they're making the playoffs, though, right? No. Okay. I will be, I will be shocked. Yeah. Same. Uh, but can they win 30? Stranger games? things have happened, though. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Moving on to the Denver Nuggets. This is a team where we has gotten a lot of hype despite not making the playoffs last year. They obviously came really close, um, and they're getting, uh, in terms of what they added this year, they're only free agent sign, major free agent signing, if you can count it as major, was Isaiah Thomas. They got him for a bargain based on what people thought he was going to be getting uh, heading into last year. That's what you get when you have an injured hip. Um, Another argument could be made. This will be kind of decided over time. Steal the draft. Michael Porter at fourteen. Not, uh, you know, a lot of people had him going a lot sooner. That back injury. We don't know what he's gonna, how big a role he's gonna play this year. But in three, four years down the road, you could definitely make that argument. Noah, I'll start with you. What is there to be excited about? What's the best case scenario for this Mavs team or for this uh, Nuggets team this season? I mean, if you're a Nuggets fan, you got to just be kind of losing sleep over the way the last couple years have gone. You know, you narrowly missed the playoffs. Uh, what was it, the last two years or two of the last three at least, um, finishing in the nine spot in that West. So it's, it's just a tough, it's a tough look for them. The problem is their offseason, they just didn't do very much in it for me, you know. I mean, you add Isaiah Thomas, that's something. It's interesting. I don't know what it's going to give to your team. But, it, you know, you, you did something there. And then you just you lose a lot of kind of old Nuggets, including Kenneth Freed and Wilson Chandler, who are probably the two guys that I most identify with the Nuggets in this, like, decade of the 2010s, including maybe Ty Lawson as well. Um, 
So it's just kind of a, another team that doesn't really have much of an identity, although their young guys are, are much more developed than the Mavericks, so obviously they're going to be a better team. You know, this is a team with, with studs all over the place. Um, so in terms, of, in terms of young talent, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's another tough it's another tough line for me just because it's so high in such a stat conference. 47 and a half. 47 and a half. That, yeah. 47 and a half is high to me. Um, for a team that won 46 last year, the only way they're getting better is through development of their young players. Not that that's not going to happen, but everybody else is developing as well. I'm taking the under. See, I would take the over only because I think that line is a little soft if we're only talking about a win and a half improvement. For me, guys like... I mean, everybody's predicting that Jamal Murray is going to have a breakout year. Mm-hmm. He really showed some flashes in the second half of last season. And you have a guy like Jokic who I would think is a top 20 player in the NBA. That speaks to part of how stacked the Western Conference is in terms of individual talent that you have this top 20 player and they haven't cracked the playoffs each of the last two years. I mean, I don't really know how losing a guy like Wilson Chandler, who's the most nugget, I can, most nugget guy I can think of really in this decade, is going to affect that locker room. It's very young. There's not a lot of playoff experience yeah. outside. Jokic and Murray are going to have to step up. They're gonna, Millsap is going to be the leader, obviously. Right. But Jokic and Murray are going to have to step up in terms of taking this team. Places. Right. Millsap will definitely be the off-court guy. But you got you look at Barton, too. He's going to have to step up. Is he going to go from six-man to maybe just starting shooting guard? And then you slide in Isaiah Thomas for that bench, you know, spark plug? And I mean, Gary Harris, they're paying him to be one. Oh, yeah. I mean, for what they're paying him, they need him to continue to perform as one of the better two-way and he was uh, great last players. Year. He is. He's extremely underrated. I mean, I could talk for days about Gary Harris being like a Michigan the problem State is, fan, The problem is all of these guys took significant steps forward last year. Every single guy that you just mentioned took a significant step forward last year. Yeah. They can't all take another significant step forward. That's not how basketball but, works. But and the, some of them are going to take steps back. That's why I'm shaky about this line. But the X factor, I think, is Millsap last year, who you're paying to be the guy. the guy on this team, was a shell of himself at best. I mean, he did not perform last year. He missed a lot of games. He's getting old, man. He's, he's getting old. Is he but 34 now? I think Very he's got to be close. Very yeah. old. So you I'm don't saying, know if that injury is just an aberration or that's who he is And now. if that could be the, cons- the cause for concern, I'm going to take the under here, but I think that – I mean, you don't necessarily need every player to take another step forward as if you're the player that you're playing to be the best player, the player that Shoney has the highest ceiling out of any of these guys. Can you just get back to his normal self? I think that team could slide into the playoffs, but I personally don't see it happening. I think that there is going to be some regression. I'm taking the under. Um, I think it's a little high for the Nuggets. And you don't think they'll make the playoffs? I. They're my ninth seed right now. Yeah. Interesting. I don't see it. I think there's who, too who many. Who are they kicking out out of last year's teams plus the Lakers? Well, not including the Timberwolves, I think. I, we'll, we'll get, get to the Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. But we Spurs. can talk about you think that. The Spurs? We'll talk about that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sold necessarily on the Nuggets, but I think I, I mean, they have a lot of players that I like. I just yeah. don't know. They have a lot of good third-best players mm-hmm. or fourth-best players on a contending team, but I don't see a number two guy. or I don't know if Jokic is a number one guy. We'll see. He's got a lot to prove on defense. Um, yeah. But, I mean, he's certainly fun to watch, and it will be ex- I'm excited to watch the Nuggets, similar to the Mavs. So, I mean, that's two teams already that not necessarily may not make the playoffs, but definitely gonna, could cause some trouble with some of these um, Western Conference contenders. Speaking of Western Conference contenders, the Golden State Warriors. I mean, I don't know what else. I mean, the Golden State Warriors are the best team in the league. They're, you know, they only got better this offseason, adding a top 15 player when he's healthy and DeMarcus Cousins on an absolute bargain. They probably won't see him until around February at the earliest because he's coming back from that torn Achilles. But I think that, uh, I mean, 
I think with the Warriors, I mean, you basically know what you're going to get. You're going to get a team that's not going to always bring it game in and game out. When they bring it, they're as fun to watch as potentially any team we've ever seen in the NBA. But Lucas, you look at their over-under, 63 and a half games. I mean, is that is it fair to expect the Warriors, I mean, to see, is it fair to expect the Warriors to win 64 games this year when they've proven in the past that they don't necessarily have to? See, I'm going to go three for three and take the over again, just because if you look at the volume of games that Curry and Durant missed last year, I think it added up to about 70, 75 games. If they can each get to 65 games apiece, 70 games apiece, I think going into game seven in Houston last year scared them a little. Mm -hmm. There was really some doubt of whether they were actually going to win the Western Conference, and they don't want to have that again. And I think they may be motivated to become the pace setters for the rest of the conference, sure. determined to get that first seed. If the Rockets win 62 games this year, they're going to have to go for that 64 for the over. So I don't know if they're going to be motivated all the time, but my inkling, I think, is that they will be. That's a great point about home court because it really did feel for, I mean, that first half against the Rockets in Game 7, like this could be the end for the Warriors, at least, I mean, maybe not the end of a dynasty, but... They felt like they were in serious trouble. So, yeah, that one seed could be, uh, I mean, could be the goal. And you meant we've talked about it. And we're going to keep talking about it. The Western Conference is absolutely stacked, and 60 wins at the minimum is probably going to get that one seed. So, I, I, I don't uh, disagree with that necessarily. Noah, what do you think? I'll take the over as well. Uh, first time I'm agreeing with you. So, yeah. there's that. Disagreement um, is good. Disagreement. Is yeah, good. I mean. It's all the same reasons he said. You know, this team is motivated to win games. 41-10 and 10 last year when Curry was healthy. So you extrapolate that. That's well over 60, 63.5 is the number, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think they're, they're good enough to do it. I think they will do it. There's not much more to be said, except we don't have, you, you don't have to call them Western Conference contenders. They're Western Conference finalists. I don't see a scenario in which the Warriors do not make it to the West Coast. No, the Western worst Conference. case is them losing in the Western Conference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even with exactly. an injury. I mean, they're they're guaranteed it's a lock. Yeah. It's Even the Rockets could lose before the finals, maybe. And I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, unless they get three guys hurt, yeah. Even if, even I think, if they even got if two Curry, guys hurt. I yeah, think I think unless they, the two guys are Curry and Durant. Durant. If Curry and Durant both got hurt, then they might lose. Sure. Mm-hmm. Might. Who knows? With, Who with knows Cousins back, playing? maybe they wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. Well, who knows what we're going to get from Cousins, but I'm going to take a slight under, Ooh. even though I, I agree with what you said, Lucas, and I, the one getting the one seed is a great point. I just think they won 58 games last year. They still won the finals, other than like that Houston series. I mean, I think their main goal then, because another thing with that Houston series is they didn't have Iguodala. I think he's going to play a lot less games than we've seen him play in the past, just because they want to. They know that the goal was getting people fresh uh, for the finals and for for the playoffs. They just want to keep everyone fresh, so they're fine taking games off. You know, just seeing what they have in some of these younger guys and. Just, you know, if, if you lose a game here or there, that's fine. That mindset isn't always great when you're talking about 64 wins. It's never an easy thing to do. And uh, I think that the Warriors aren't necessarily motivated to go for, you know, let's win 65 games, let's win 66, and just absolutely go for it. They, don't, they know they don't have to do that. Um, so that's why I'll take a slight under, but who knows. If they turn it on, it will definitely be uh, must-see TV. So I'm rooting, for them to, I'm rooting for them to get the over just because if they're going to be good, they may as well make it fun to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Moving on to the Houston Rockets, 65 wins last year. People are really expecting a lot of regression from them. Almost 10 wins in the uh, over-unders, 55 and a half. I mean, when you look at their offseason, they, uh, you know, you, you bring in Carmelo Anthony, 
you uh, you lose Ryan Anderson, not necessarily a loss there. Lose Trevor Ariza, draft, and all they really got was Vincent Edwards. But, I mean, this team won 65 games last year. If Chris Paul comes back healthy, Lucas, is it fair to expect that, uh, you know, them to – should we expect this much regression? Ten wins is a lot of regression. I do not think we should expect this much regression, mainly because I'm a big believer in a guy like Brandon Knight will help the team – infinitely more than the loss of a guy like Ryan Anderson. My only worry, I don't know if they'll be able to repeat a top seven performance on the defensive end because D'Antoni really figured out for the first time in his coaching career, the key to building a defense is attaining a lot of long, switchy guys so you don't end up with too many mismatches. And they ended up losing Ariza and Luke Richard Baumute, two of those instrumental guys on defense. I do think that the addition of Mello will help a lot because if you've looked at the ways teams have tried to shut them down, the Spurs two years ago took away the mid-range game completely. They ran them hard off the three-point line, and they didn't really have an answer. Guys like Mello and CP3, who have been great mid-range scorers their whole career, really add to that. And for what it's worth, Michael Carter-Williams has looked great in the preseason, and if he can give them any defensive spark, because he's a long-rangey guard, I think the over, again, for this team should be well within reach. Michael Carter-Williams is the worst offensive player that I've... Actually, that's not true because now I've had to watch Ooh, Cam, campaign. You see Ryan Anderson. But I'm, I'm telling you that he's the second worst offensive <laughs> guard I've ever watched play. That's you didn't watch him with the Bulls. He was unbelievably bad. I don't think you can give him court time in the regular se- in regular season games. But maybe he's figured something out. He just He can't shoot. He doesn't really know how to drive, and he forgot how to pass. So it's like, what do you got left? Um, I mean, this is the easiest over on the board for me. Yeah. I don't care who they lost, um, unless Paul is really badly hurt. When you return Harden and Paul, you're going to win 56 games. I mean, that's just as simple as it gets for me. I mean, there's a reason this is minus 175 on the book. The, sh- the, smart, the sharp money is on Houston. The public money is on Houston. Everybody knows that 55.5 is too low of a line here. doesn't necessarily mean it'll hit. Crazy stuff happens in the NBA. But this team is much better than 55.5 wins. Unless they get, go crazy and start giving Carmelo Anthony 45 minutes a night. But I don't see that happening, so I see the overhitting. Yeah. I mean, the one thing to look at, I agree. I'm also taking the over. I, they're definitely going to regress. I don't see them winning 65 <laughs> games again, but 10 wins just seems crazy. Um, Chris Paul's played 31 minutes now the last two years. He played before that, 32, 34, 35. I mean, these, we have to see this go down eventually just because the shelf life on point guards is – doesn't, it's not a great uh, pat track record if you're looking at it. You saw what happened when you play him too much um, within that Western Conference Finals Game 5. It cost him the, the series, losing him. I think that you need to see D'Antoni smarter managing these minutes. And uh, that, that's the only thing that I think maybe if they don't, if they keep Paul on the shelf for some of these games, doesn't play nearly as much. He only played 58 games last year if, if you get that and he was hurt. But if you uh, – if they don't play him as much this year, maybe that that's how you get to 54 on the year. But even if he does sit for a little bit, you still have James Harden, one of the best players. And I mean, the best player in the league last year, one of the most electric players. I think that it doesn't matter. They're going to win 55 games if everyone stays healthy. Moving on now to the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers are one of those teams that, I mean, just not a whole lot to be... Uh, be excited about when you look at the, their competition they have some good role players Noah but I mean what is their I mean what is this Clippers team like if if all goes right this season what is the best case scenario with this team I don't know I mean they could win some games I guess it's, best case scenario minus a trade because obviously 
If they if they trade for Jimmy Butler, well, it changes a little bit. But this is like my favorite collection of guys in the league, and that's mostly because I'm a weird dude who likes weird players. Pat Bev is my favorite point guard in the league. Absolutely, and I love him. I love. I'm sorry, I'm a little far away from the mic, so I'll just I'll just talk a little bit louder. But I love Boban. You know, this this team is just so fun. There's so many fun guys on it. Like Tobias Harris, you got Montrezl Harrell, Danilo Gallinari. I don't think any of these guys is Avery Bradley. I like watching all of these guys play. I don't see any way that they gel together because two years each, two years ago, each one of them was on a different team. <laughs> so it's like it's just a weird team to look at. You know, they added Marcin Gortat, like Luka Mute. Like these guys were all over the place. There's like ten different teams out of the guys I just mentioned. So I mean, I really want to say that they're going to hit the over on 36-and-a-half just because they're so fun and there's so many fun guys in here. It's just tough for me to see it. But I think I'm going to pick with my heart on this one and take the over anyways, even if I don't think it's necessarily a smart move. Luckily, I'm not putting down money on this, and you shouldn't either. I think this is one of the toughest over-unders. And it's I a tough one. It's a tough one. Oh, I definitely wouldn't put down money on this. We didn't even mention Milos Teodosic yet. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the most fun yeah. guy to watch on the list who wasn't even playing ball in this country. Sidarius Thornwell. I forgot he was oh. on this team. Dude, March Madness hero, Sidarius Thornwell. Absolutely. <laughs> Put it on for South Carolina. And Lou Williams is still here. That's, Unbelievable. This is the craziest This is the craziest team, top to bottom, ever that I've, I've seen in the last five years. I can't remember a crazier top to bottom roster. It's funny. Everyone's going to talk about the meme team. On the Lakers, yeah. uh, this team just seems like just a way more hilarious misfit collection of random p- players. I mean, you look at guys, these are all trade pieces to me. I don't know how many of these guys finish the year on this team. Avery Bradley easily can help any contender out there. Tobias Harris is someone they're going to want to build around. Shout out to Long Island. Um, he's a guy that I think can't really carry the scoring load if you're going to win 40 games. That's why I'm going to take the under, even though this team is just going to be great to watch late nights on the East Coast. They have eight different guys that can be the third or fourth best player on a championship team. It reminds me That's insanity. Like, eight of them. It reminds me, like, this Eastern Conference pie we just said, I feel like we were saying the same thing with the Miami Heat. It's like, yeah, I like this guy. I like uh, Justice Winslow type as a role player, but they didn't have that guy. I don't think it's a coincidence that the Heat and the Clippers are the two frontrunners we keep hearing about in this Jimmy Butler trade. I think, I mean, they need a guy on this team. They have some fun role players that can be, as you mentioned, the third, the third or fourth best guy on a team. But you need, you know, that guy. You need the go-to scorer in crunch time. And I don't know who is it. Lou Williams. It's is not it? Marcin Gortat. It's, it's got to be Lou Marcin Williams. Gortat. It has to be Lou. It has and to be if it is Lou, I'm Boban not, Marjanovic on the low block. Boban, I mean, he's just going to sit there and on dump, the dump it into him every single he play. He's like down the, the third highest PER ever. <laughs> Unbelievable. I uh, I'm, I got the under. On Shea Gildas Alexander, crunch time scorer. They, they need it. to invest minutes in him. I don't see why they have four point guards on the roster Too right many now. Guards. No. Too many point guards. I mean, it feels like there's a trade happening with this yeah. team. I just don't know what it is yet. But uh, I got I got the under on thirty six and a half. I think it's for the best that they do. They have their pick next year, or did they Doc trade do. that? Okay, they do. So they do that. I think it's for the best if they if they do hit that under and get a top mm-hmm. seven pick. Best situation is they get a top five pick. Really, if we're looking at the long term. Tanking is the best outcome for sure. this season. Also, maybe get Kawhi, get KD. I, I mean, you. I've heard every player almost um, associated with the Clippers in this offseason just because they can create space and who wouldn't want to play in Los and Angeles. And Jerry West is the GM. Exactly. Shout out to Shaquille O'Neal and 
Kevin Durant. <laughs> it's been a, he's done a good job so far, and I, I mean, I they fleeced the Pistons on that trade, yeah. getting rid of that Blake contract. Absolutely not the worst thing, getting rid of that DeAndre. It's going to be weird seeing the Clippers without any of those guys, um, but I'm at least excited to see how it plays out, just because of what we said with all the cast of characters they had. And speaking of a cast of characters, Whew. the Los Angeles Lakers, decent off season for them, I would say. They got this guy from Akron, should be pretty good. The rest of the team... He's actually, he was playing in Cleveland, that's where the NBA team is. Right. He's, you know, from, he's from Akron, Akron I know, but, but they didn't take him out of Akron, they took him from Cleveland. This guy from Akron. That's true, he is a guy from Akron. He, uh, <laughs> and I mean... Because if you had said guy from, oh, they, don't, they didn't get anybody else from Cleveland. I was thinking they might have gotten somebody else from Cleveland, and then you could have said... They probably will eventually, give yeah, it, give it mid-season when they... Reacquire Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... 48 and a half wins is the over-under for the Lakers. We'll start with you, Lucas. What do you think? Uh, I mean, is that, is that too high? Is that putting too much uh, hope into LeBron to carry this? I mean, he's got a good young cast of young players, but he also has a cast of just completely washed-up old guys. I don't know what to make of this team. I really want to take the over, and unfortunately I'm going to have to take the under because every new LeBron James super team starts the year – 10 and 11, 10 and 12. Stephen A. Smith is going crazy. They're not built together. They need to trade everybody. They just have to avoid the 7th and 8th seeds in that conference to avoid playing the Warriors or the Rockets in the first round. And I think LeBron can do that, and I'm really, really excited to see Brandon Ingram. I know there's been a lot of preseason hype around him because he's only 21. He's a long body, great scorer, great shooter. He played point last year. And just in terms of likability, how fun they are going to be to watch. I'm really rooting for this team to stay healthy, even though I'm going to take the under on this one. To me, this is, this is a slam dunk over. I think people are overta- uh, overthinking it a lot. People are, people are taking your tack, which is LeBron always struggles his first year with a super team. They're looking at the cast of characters, and they're forgetting about a couple things. One, and I'm not 100% sure on this, so don't fact check me. I don't think LeBron's won less than 50 games in a season since 20, 2008, I think. But I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, so that would seem to indicate the over. And that 2009 team was much worse cast of characters oh. than this one. Secondarily, um, secondarily, LeBron is at the peak of his powers in terms of figuring out a way to win games. Those other slow starting seasons were earlier versions of LeBron. They were LeBron 2.0, LeBron 3.0. This is LeBron 7.0. All right, I think he's going to get – he knows how to milk wins out of a team with as much talent as this team has. Do the pieces fit together? Absolutely not. They're going to win 52 games and get bounced in the first or second round, in my opinion. But they're going to win those games in the regular season because LeBron knows he's going to need to in a war in the Western Conference. This team definitely has enough pieces. Weirdest draft out here, by the way. Easily. What a strange draft that this team had. Mo Wagner at 25, Isak Bonga at 39, and then Zvi Mikhailuk at 47. I'm not saying I dislike it. It's just Hilarious. such a strange mixture of, of players to go after with those picks. Um, no, I don't think any of those guys are going to be able to help right, right away, except for maybe Mikhailu because yeah. he can shoot. I see yeah. Mikhailu. Wagner's not ready to play in the NBA. I don't think. Not yet. I, he could be. He has a skill set. Well, he's like 23, so he better get Yeah, soon. he's too small right now. I mean, I watched him in the Big Ten. N- not that he got dominated. Like, there were there, two games in his career, Derek Pardon just outplayed him. Derek Pardon's a 6'8 center. Like, you're, you're, you got to be able to do better than that if you're going to play in the Big Ten. That's not, that's not a lock, and I hope that Wagner disrespects disrespect gets him to make some plays because I want to see him succeed. But um, I just don't think this team has a ton of guys to contribute. 
but they have enough where LeBron's not going to let them lose too many games. There's going to be a circus around them all year, but they're going to win. So here's where I'm at. The Cavs last year won 50 games, and the Cavs last year were horrible. Terrible like, team. I Awful. think I think this Lakers supporting cast is better than this Cavs supporting cast, um, than the Cavs supporting cast was last year. And I like I know that a lot of people would disagree because of Kevin Love, but and like maybe the Lakers don't have that So one. many injuries for the Cavs last year, too. That, too. But I also don't like... <laughs> I really like Brandon Ingram. I think Lonzo is going to be better this year, especially because there's not as much emphasis being placed on him. Kuzma is exciting. Hart, those guys alone. And then KCP. You, not KCP. KCP believe in KCP, be baby. He's the, maybe the best shooter they have in the regular rotation. I don't believe in KCP. I, uh, I do think though, that... He can shoot a little bit. These young guys. I mean, Kuzma I like can shoot a little bit. Kind of. See, but that's we're all saying they can shoot a little, a little bit. bit. If you exactly. look at who LeBron has been great with... It's been sharpshooters. Yeah, the greatest 60 wins for LeBron. Exactly. There's also there's also talk, though, a lot about how LeBron is – these aren't going to be the teams that we saw in Cleveland and in Miami. They, LeBron wants to it's run. That's be why off he's, the ball. He's keeping, them, he's keeping it young. He doesn't want to just absolutely, like, hamstring this team and get rid of all their picks and try to be good right now. He's trying to build something. And that's why a lot of people, I think, are picking LeBron. He's plus 300 to win MVP because they think that they're just going to see him, you know, just be a team player, elevate the team in a different way other than just – you know, the typical LeBron where he has the ball, he absolutely dominates, he s- spreads the floor with shooters like we saw. And uh, I don't know, I-, I like the over just based on the fact that I think that this Lakers cast is better than what we saw in Cleveland, not even mentioning the fact that they could just make a trade in uh, February if, if things aren't going well. And, you know, there's talk of, like, maybe Kawhi if, if things aren't going well in Toronto, maybe a Dame Lillard. I don't think Anthony Davis is getting traded, but I mean, there's there's a trade to be made if things aren't going well that could potentially elevate them. But even if it doesn't, even if that doesn't happen, I think the Lakers are going to be a lot better than 48 wins. Uh, moving on now to the Memphis Grizzlies, a lot less exciting uh, cast of characters. The one thing that they have going for them, I really like Jaron Jackson. I think that uh, he's probably one of the most NBA ready players, even though he's, I thought, if I'm not mistaken, the youngest player. He was the youngest player in the draft last year. I think he's um, going to make an impact right away. They have guys coming back from injuries, and uh, I mean they're not going to be good. Uh, over is uh, what thirty three and a half. That's so high. Are you serious? Memphis thirty three and a half. And a half? Is it though? Over the last that's, two seasons, that's so high. I've read that they played eighty two games with both Conley and Gasol, and they've won forty four games. So and those I can guys see are where combined are combined over seventy years old now. I would I still take the under Maybe because not. of those reasons, but I can see why it's in the. Well, I can see why it's thirty three. This team sucks. Somehow this franchise is only the fourth most disintegrated in the Western Conference. We'll get to the others later, but still, this this team oh, I think they're is so bad. I. They have no exciting young players at all except for Jaron Jackson. How can you not have a single exciting young player besides the guy you just drafted? Can I also say None of these guys are fun at all. Javon Carter is the most Memphis Grizzly of all time. (laughs) Javon Carter's like 35 right now. Exactly. Tell me he's not 35 years old. What a perfect fit for this franchise. Yeah, but he's like, he's 35, so he doesn't count as an exciting young player. Oh, he's not. I mean, Chandler Parsons plays basketball. He's two years younger than who, Javon Carter? Than me, at least, yeah. 1995. No, I know. It's The, the joke is that he, he has, get he's it. bald. I so. get it, but, I mean, he's still going to bring, like, a... He, mm. he's two still, years older than you, you mean? Two years older than me, sorry. Yeah, yeah. 95, yeah. Say. <laughs> Either way, I think he's a decent 3 and D type. No, yeah, he's a good player. I'm but, mostly just poking fun at him. But, like, sure. but look, I mean, this team, what, you got Gasol, you got Conley, right? right? Outside of that, you got... The Brooks brothers, Dylan and Marshawn. I love Marshawn Brooks, all-time net. All-time <laughs> net. Love that guy. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not a lot here. Taylor Parsons knows how to play basketball. Yeah. 
Mike Henry. Wasn't that guy on Nepal before? Mike Henry? I don't think he's on the team anymore. They probably cut him. He's on. He's under contract. He's I under think. contract. Wow. I think. Um, wow. Anyways, is, there's just nothing to be excited about with this team. Less talented, less entertaining. Maybe Beyonce Weber can do something. That's about all I got. Kyle Anderson added in free agency. How Maybe. old is Kyle Anderson? Isn't he's he another very grizzly. Yeah, grizzly. exactly. Isn't so, he old though? No, I don't think so. Uh, I'm gonna say that he's er, mid twenties. That's my official Even guess. Even if Omri, I love Omri Caspi. Ninety three. He was born ninety three. Twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Either That's way, something. plays right. old. But you look at like why there isn't that much on this Memphis team. It's because other than last year, they were in the Western Conference playoffs every year. No, they yeah, were yeah. pretty consistent. Like that's why that like it's not like they've been bad for. It's not like they're the Kings and they've missed the playoffs for ten straight years. Like this team was consistent. You knew what they were, you were going to get from them. Then last year, their two best players got hurt. So they ended up getting one of the best players in the draft. If those players come back healthy, mm-hmm. I don't think it's crazy to think that they can win more than 33 games. doesn't mean they're going to they're make the playoffs. But 33, if you get Gasol and Kindly even healthy for two-thirds of the season, plus Jaron Jackson, who might be my pick to win Rookie of the Ooh. Year. Their pick is top eight protected. They're going to go through some incentivized tanking from the management. That is another factor that I was really thinking who about. Who has that pick if they under. don't get it? Under. Guess who? Under. The Celtics. Uh, of course. For Jeff Green. So the Celtics the could get the second and nine Jeff picks. Jeff Green? Jeff Green. They only protected the top eight for Jeff well, Green. And then it's next year. It's what, unprotected, right? I think. <laughs> so they could Jesus. get the Celtics could get the second and nine picks this year. And they potentially could. win the Eastern Conference. Wow. Danny Ainge, man. Unbelievable. So you guys have up, under? I have under. Uh, I believe. I'm going to go over. I love Mike Conley, but sorry. Mike Conley and Gasol stay healthy. Jaron Jackson wins rookie of the year. That's my optimistic right. side. Right. Moving on to the uh, we got Minnesota Timberwolves. This is Ooh. one of those other three, by the way. More dysfunctional franchises. I'll let you start. Uh, I'll start with you, Noah, to talk about the Timberwolves. What? How is that a hot take? I don't think they're the more The T-Wolves might be the most dysfunctional franchise in the NBA. And all their all their not players hate the each other. Not more than the Kings. All their, okay, the yeah, Kings I mean, would like a but, but, or the Knicks. But, but, that you've lost yeah. your players right now, right? Jimmy Butler right. is. I don't even know what level he's on at this point. He's just. I, I, I guess the veterans still kind of like him. I don't know. Tibbs has lost every ounce of coaching brilliance that he once had. It seems to me he's got nothing left, man. This team can't defend See, it all. They can't play any defense. His offensive style is basically keep it away from Carl Anthony Towns as much as possible until you have to give it to him because he's the only guy open. I'll play devil's advocate. I bu- I agree with you. I'm going to preface this. I think this is Tibbs's last year, but every year, I mean. I mean, you look at last year, this team was on track to be the three seed if Butler stays healthy. Mm-hmm. He's a proven track record. I mean, I don't like how he runs his players into the ground. I don't like that. It seems like he's a little behind the times. But he has a proven track record of winning. And last year, the team was winning when, uh, when everyone was healthy. So That's true. I, that's, that's, that's the counter-argument. I'm not saying is, I agree with it. The problem is the team has no depth. And it doesn't matter if he doesn't want to play, guys. The problem is that, you know, even the depth that they do have, he refuses to play. Tyus Jones, is he going to be stuck behind Derrick Rose again for another year? Please, no. I mean, I, I, I don't know. This team is just so unwatchable to me, and I love Jimmy Butler and I love Carl Anthony Towns. And to me, this team is just unwatchable because it's, if you're rooting for them, and I was rooting for them last year because they had all my old favorite players from the Bulls, um, it's just it's, it's maddening to watch them give up 120 points per game and sometimes sneak away with wins as Jimmy or Cat carries them across the finish line. It's maddening to watch this team. We do. Is there an official over under? Or did so they, this site didn't have it. It's yeah, because four and a half. It's, it's because the of the Butler, Butler situation. Yeah. 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 Look, if Butler stays, that's a good number. 
the problem is the chance is so high that Butler leaves that you have to take the under if you're betting on it. Because either he stays and it's like that's the correct number, mm-hmm. or he leaves and they're way under it, in my opinion. There's no reason that they should be this bad without Butler. And here we are because Andrew Wiggins has proven to be a baseline average NBA player, which is so it's frustrating tough. for it's tough. so many reasons. This team is so frustrating to me. I Gorgie Jang just, just threatened to fight a reporter. Did you guys see that? Yeah, that was a couple days that. ago. That was fun. The best part of the season will be Kevin Garnett from Area 21 on TNT just destroying this team's front office. He's already making comments. I, I'm here to watch KG just destroy the team. Maybe, maybe Jeff T. carried for the playoffs, maybe. Maybe yeah. lobby for that GM job if you're uh, KG. Yeah, I'm exactly. taking the under on 44 and a half. I'm taking the under, too. I'll take the under. And I just feel so bad for a guy like Tyus Jones, who's going to be inevitably stuck behind Derrick Rose. I feel bad for Taj Gibson, man. That yeah. guy has toiled away and toiled away for mediocre to good NBA teams. Done all the dirty work his entire career. He never gets anything out of it. Played for Thibodeau for eight years. Nothing. Thibodeau. Would he have a job? Like, would he? Would he be playing the role that he's playing right now on any? No, other he'd be. Team, he'd, be he'd be like he'd be on the David Warriors. West. He'd be like the eighth man. He'd be David Absolutely. West. He's better than David he's, West. Though. He'd be a better version of David yeah, yeah. West. He'd, he'd find. He would find playing time on any contender. Exactly. Any contender. He does too many little things. Thibodeau was great as an assistant coach who specialized on defense. He was defense, good for the Bulls those first couple and, years too. And then he ran his players into the ground. Yeah, I mean he's he was good, good those first coach. couple years too. He just he can coax things out of guys who normally aren't that good. It's just he didn't adapt with the modern NBA. He didn't update his defense in any way. When he first came into the league, his defense was the hot new thing, and he hasn't changed it since then, right? It's like Mick McCall still running the spread after 15 years. All right, sorry for that Northwestern reference. But that like he's still running the same version of the spread, right? Everybody else has started running the spread, and now he's running a different version of the spread because it's been 15 years. That's why we still call them superbacks because we're stuck in the past. It's the same thing with Tibbs, all right? Tibbs and Mick McCall are the same person. That's my hot take. Good, good job tying in the Chicago, uh, Chicago sports. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Um, we're moving on. Uh, we spent too much time on the Wolves. I, I'm not excited about the Wolves this year to watch them. I don't and, know uh, if you could be. Yeah. More exciting team, though. I'm, I'm actually genuinely intrigued by what we see from this team. The New Orleans Pelicans Absolutely. won 48 games last year. Lost. I mean, Boogie Davis was playing at an like, all-NBA caliber level before he tore his Achilles last year. They have a top three player in the league in Anthony Davis, in my opinion. And yet their over-under is 45 and a half wins. And, like, if AD's getting plus 300 odds to an MVP, like, they're going to have to win more than 45 games, aren't they, Lucas? I think that he would have to have a Russell Westbrook-type season to just pile up stats for them not to win 50 games. And, and aren't people MVP. mad at themselves, kicking themselves now for giving Westbrook the MVP Exactly. That I was a yeah. huge supporter of James Harden getting that MVP at that time, mm-hmm. and I still am, and I feel like... Anthony Davis is going to be that guy this year because the over-under for them, it's really easy for me to pick the over but until you think about how deep the Western Conference is and the teams that they're going to have to play night in and night out. Drew Holiday is one of my favorite players in the NBA and I also think one of the most, maybe the most underrated guards. They lost a whole year of their 2017 first-round pick, Frank Jackson, point guard out of Duke. And Jaleel Okafor is on this team. Guys like Alfred Payton and Julius Randle are on this team. This is another really fun collection of guys. And Alvin Gentry, I think, should have is the most underrated coach in the NBA. I want to take the over, and I'm going to lean into that. It's, it's the reunification of two titans of Chicago high school basketball. Yep. Bow to the brow and big jaw. Jaleel Okafor, 
my rival school. Not, we weren't rivals in basketball. We sucked at basketball. Now we're actually good. But Whitney Young, hate Whitney Young. Still so looking for the crown jewel of Whitney Young. Great at Duke. Now he's at the Pelicans. Nothing else happened in between that that I can remember. Not so really. straight from being great at Duke, number three overall pick. Now he's on the Pelicans. He's basically going to step right into Boogie Cousins' spot here for me. And the Pelicans are going to win 65 games. That's my takes. Uh, over. The fact that you just spent 90 seconds talking about the Pelicans, and it was all about Jalil Okafor. Absolutely. He's going to be like the ninth man on this team. Should've maybe. Been. Maybe the ninth. That's, that's a little yeah, high. That might be generous. I think that I really like the Randall signing. Uh, I I do. I thought that the Lakers should have the Great Lakers should have paid him yeah. paid him. I mean, you look at them starting Javale McGee. They lost Brooke Lopez, who the Bucks signed for dirt cheap, and Randall, who is I think a really promising young player. I don't get it at all. Man. Yeah, and know. the the splits with last year with Davis and Miritich were ridiculous. I think he would have been like a thirty and yeah. fifteen boards kind of player. The thing with Miritich is, and again, I'm just gonna work off of my Bulls fan experience. He'll give you twenty to twenty five games a year where he's an all star. He's done it every year with the Bulls. The, the way he shoots threes, he kind of has to cool off. Eventually, teams figure out that he's going to pump fake 10 or 15 times a game. He only does so many things well, and he's just not that good defensively. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons I'm a little bit lower on this team. I'm still taking the over, but I just don't think Miritich can possibly keep up the way people are expecting him to, unless he finds a new gear. You know, he's still, he's still a relatively young guy. I just don't necessarily see it with him. But this team has enough other good players like Drew Holiday, Julius Randle, Alfred Payton. These are promising guys. Yeah. My one worry is that they're pretty much trying to trade Rondo for a guy like Alfred Payton. They figured out that Drew Holiday works best when he's, <clears throat> excuse me, when he's at the two because he can guard multiple positions, he can shoot, he can pass. He was a great two guard in the playoffs last year. And Rondo was the guy at that one. He's made deep playoff runs with every team that he's been on. And here comes a guy like Alfred Payton. I like Payton. I thought he was going to do John Rondo has not made deep playoff runs with every team that he's been on. He was on the Kings. No, that is – he's been – when he's been to the playoffs, he's been one of the best players on the court. The that's, Bulls, yeah, as true. an eight seed, were going to beat the Celtics. And then he got Of course got I remember this. I'm sure that stings for you. <laughs> Six overtimes in that series. <laughs> He's not been on deep runs with every playoff team. Lord help us forget his Mavericks tenure. But when he's in the playoffs, he is an instrumental piece, and I do not know if Alfred Payton can be that guy. I agree. I think that, I've, I, like I said, I really like Randall, like Drew Holiday when he's playing in the right position, love Anthony Davis, think that they have to get to about the three seed this year if they're going to give him the MVP, which would mean over 45 wins i'm still yeah. taking the over i don't know i don't know if he's gonna win mvp but i think he makes another step if that's even possible i think the three that, seed is 55 wins pretty much the jazz I mean, are gonna win a ton of games in this if conference. people you haven't gotten to them you don't yet. this like this conference so any team can lose on any given night three to nine for sure but, but so look fluid. at just look at the way the standings lined up last year i mean you have you have trailblazers at three at 49 wins but you have seven teams stacked from 49 to 46, which is just not going to happen again this year by the law of probability. Like, the, the teams are going to be... It speaks to the depth of that conference of that course. every team is so close, he, and all the conference did was add the best player in the league to a team that wasn't contending last year. And now the bottom well, tiers of that conference Who got worse? Who got worse the than that? Wolves. I mean, But the, not by losing They haven't gotten worse yet. Well, I think, I, I think they yet. are an actually worse team just because of team chemistry. But they still can beat any team on any given night if Butler with Butler in town. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know necessarily if forty if this team wins forty nine games. I don't know if that doesn't get them the three seed. But Maybe. also if they win forty nine games, I still don't know if that'll be enough to uh, get AD the uh, player to MVP. 
Well, it depends how well Harden and 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 Curry and Durant play. I mean, and LeBron also. Sure, Giannis on the other side. I think side. the yeah, other yeah, thing yeah, about yeah. this conference and their wins, the bottom feeders have gotten better. Suns, Mavericks, got teams like that. Almost 14 teams, I think, have a legitimate hope for the playoffs. Everyone outside the Kings. Yeah. Moving I, on. I don't know. I guess. I guess. I mean, oh, in the oh. Eastern Conference, all 15 have a legitimate hope for the playoffs <laughs> because everybody's bad. The Hawks would like over. <laughs> I, I, I believe Nibs. if the Hawks can win 35 games and sneak into the eight seed. I'm... Tell me yeah, they can't I'm go 35 and 47. I'm flipping that and using it on the next Fed promo. Absolutely. When the Hawks are, have like 12, 12 wins in mid-March. Yeah. Very, um, very likely. Very okay. likely that, <laughs> that happens. Moving on to the Oklahoma City Thunder. 48 wins last year. They get Paul George back to everyone's surprise. And 48 and a half is their over-under for this year. Losing Carmelo Anthony, a lot of people are saying could be a plus. <laughs> they added, uh, I mean, some interesting They added pieces. TLC, baby. TLC, Nerlens, Dennis Schroeder, which a couple years ago... Don't like, forget about Abdel Nader. I'm okay, he's completely oh. forgettable, but don't forget about him. Another another Chicago area yeah. guy, which is Absolutely. why I remember him. Niles North, my old baseball teacher coached him. My, my old baseball coach taught him. That's what I meant to Got say. Yeah, Got sorry it. about that. Uh, anyway, 48.5 wins. Where, where, do we, where do we stand on this? Is this, like, what is the 48 ceiling? 48.5? Is that 48 and a half. What is the ceiling for this Thunder team? I mean, can it's, they sneak into this two seed if Houston has just an absolute season from hell? No. no. This, Maybe. Okay, I shouldn't say 100%. Can we say for sure no? What if Nerlens takes a big step forward? Ooh. Russ, Russ learns think, to jump. Nerlens is not the guy. Nerlens it doesn't start and end with, yeah. Well, no, but I'm saying I'm saying we know what we're getting with Schroeder. He's going to be a good player. I mean, he has to gel with Westbrook. But I'm saying if all these guys gel and one of, and like, one of like, Maybe not Nerlens, but one of those other guys. Jeremy like, Grant. I don't know. Alex like, Abrinas maybe takes a step forward. Not having Roberson hurts a lot. But not having he Roberson. will be. I like the, that he's going to be back in the second half of this season rather than the first. I think that will help their wins. Gives Patrick Patterson is going to be huge. Yep. I huge really, for this team. I really want to pick the over here. But, again, this conference is so deep, and I just think Westbrook might shoot them out of a couple games. You've already taken, like, ten overs, too. So I, Exactly. That's why I'm taking the under on this one. I just don't like I, – I know Dennis Schroeder is going to be helpful to this team, but they're going to have to give Westbrook 38 minutes a night. Yeah. And the pairing of him and Schroeder on the floor together, it's not like Harden and Paul where they're both willing passers all the time. That is weird combination for me, and they're not playing him less it's than as weird as it 12 be, minutes though. a game. It's better than Westbrook and Anthony, even though they're, those better. are different players. I mean, I think I think Dennis Schroeder is at the stage in his career where he's not he's not going to feel slighted by not getting shots. No. He knows what he's walking into with this team, right? I think if Schroeder can really take a full step back and really become a Spot secondary up. guard guy, like really just not have any kind of ego at all, which I'm not saying is definitely going to happen. I think Schroeder is a guy that could do it. Then maybe this Thunder team can do it. We just haven't seen West a Westbrook team put it together for a full season yet. And at some point, you have to look at Westbrook. I mean, I do. You know, I mean, and I know you guys are. I know most yeah. people are. But like, how? What is the ceiling on a Westbrook team? And I don't think it's much above fifty wins. So we'll see how it goes. I'm tempted to take the over as well, but I am going to stick with the under just because I don't think the ceiling is much above forty eight and a half. Yeah, I don't know how many games he's missing to start the year. Obviously, he's not playing tonight, but I think that almost helps this team to have Paul George be the guy to start the year. Just to start it off and Paul, let, I mean, let things gel. Like yeah, that. Paul yeah. George is a great player if you get Russ coming back in. Now the problem is, as you mentioned... Schroeder Russ, and George is a great combination. Yeah, that one. Love those like more. Yeah, and Russ's track record, though, once he comes back, 
is not necessarily like, wow, this team was performing well. Let me just kind of jump slide right in. He's going to dominate. He's going to want the ball and make want to be the guy making I don't know, plays. I, I'm, I'm so, going back and forth. I'm wanting to take the over even as I'm thinking about it. See, I want There's so much talent on this mm-hmm. team. I'm so tempted to take the over. I read that the, th- the big three of Adams, Westbrook, and George had the highest net rating of any three players on the court last year in the NBA. Man. And that's without Roberson. And you, and you add Schroeder to them. Yeah. That's Schroeder. This is my toughest under, easily. A toughest under? Noah? I think I'm going to actually take the over. I'm yeah. switching. You I'm switching. me into it. I was look, gonna... this, is a, this team has depth, man. And Terrence yeah. Ferguson. I love like, I don't think so much team, depth. I don't think this team is that much worse than Houston. And Houston is fifty five. Houston is fifty five. I don't. I think that they can get over. They're not games. seven games worse than Houston. Yeah, that's where that's five games worse. That deciding They'll be worse. I don't know. I oh, man, I don't know. I'll take. I'll take. We're saying I'll it now, it. and then Houston uh, OKC is going to win like forty six games, limp into the seventh seed, and get losing like five in the. In the or they could also year. win in seven. I could totally see them like just playing garbage all season, limping sure. into the seventh seed and winning. Who knows? They do have, yeah. Either way, yeah, this is like definitely the hardest I've had to think about an over under. Um, this is the toughest one, I think. Yeah. Easy. This one should be easier. Phoenix Suns. Definitely. I, I, is it easier? Well, how low is it? 21 know. games last year. They how low is the number? 29 and a half. Oh, oh, that is easier. You're right. I mean, <laughs> why is that number so high? I mean, okay, so you get you add I just two, like top, all these 10, are too two high. top 10 picks and Trevor. Too close said. to 41. I mean, all these numbers seem too close to 41. They can't all be close to 500 or above 500. Right, so, somebody has to be this garbage in this conference. That's how the think, conference works. Yeah, not every team is going to sweep all their Eastern Conference matchups. Exactly. This this Suns is this Suns team better than the Bulls for sure? For yes. sure. Yes. Yes. For sure. Let's better think about defense. it for a second. Sorry. When has Ariza ever been a number one option on a he's team? He's not. He's, he's not, not exactly not the number close. one option. He's not exactly the number one option, but uh, he's he's the leader for sure. He's the guy. Tyson Chandler can't do anything offensively. Devin Booker is still com- like still has these horrible games every so often. Where he just goes completely Always on dark defense. and does nothing. Doesn't play well on defense ever. But even on offense, sometimes he'll just have he'll just go dark and not score any points. How does this team counteract that? I guess maybe you're a big believer in Dragon Bender. I don't know. See, I'm taking the under, but I'm a little bit more of a believer in this team. I do not like that they chose to keep to. Uh, Keep Bender over Marquise Chris. I thought Chris had a way more, uh, just a way higher upside. That's and a case of like taking the guy that you picked higher, I think, over Chris because you picked him higher. Exactly. And maybe the Rockets did not want Bender. Maybe they th- saw it like I did. And just the thing that worries me, why I'm really solid on the under, who is their point guard? Yeah. They lost Tyler Eulis, Alfred Payton, Brandon Knight. Big it's loss. Be, right now it's Elliot. Tyler Eulis is going to lead the Bulls to the eight seed. Is it going to be DeAnthony Melton as your point guard? DeAndre Ayton, point forward, believe it. Love it. Absolutely. Rookie of the year. You think? Maybe. We'll get into it. We're going to get into rookie of the, the year. The problem is if this team is really bad like they should be, it's tough for them to win it. Yeah. Because there's yeah. a lot of good rookies out there. I, I'm also taking the under. I think that, I mean, the only... Trevor Ariza just it didn't make sense signing him. Like he's just not doesn't fit what the team needs to do. And I get that. Like you've been bad for so long. If you're the Suns, it's time to just like they were good for that one season, like three years ago. They got fleeced out of the eight seed oh, and yeah, they won yeah. forty eight. Was that with IT or was that no? Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was. It was the three point guard team, and they traded one of them. They might have traded IT mid season. They yeah, traded they one did. of them mid season. IT mid season. It was IT Bledsoe and Drogic. No, yeah, yeah. Dragic was on the Heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, that, they traded Dragic pre-season, I think. No, they traded him during the deadline. No, he, yeah. D- during the deadline that year? Yeah, to the Heat. That team, I, that team that's, that was a weird team. Yeah. Either way, they, but, I mean, you, you've been terrible ever since, like, the last, like, four years now. I think that team now. had Dragic. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Either way, like, I Too get why guards. you did it, but also, like, it, it makes sense, again, to be bad 
get another get another player like hopefully a point guard or I guess another wing player. I guess they also yeah, have Jack, I mean, Josh yeah. Jackson also like McCall Bridges. I like that. This year has guys. They, they have, have two guys. top ten picks this year. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the reason to be excited. But I still don't think like the West is just two stacks. Like you said, someone has to be bad. Twenty nine and a half. Like they only won twenty one games last year. I don't see them getting that much better. And they're clearing. I see that they're clearing cap space. But I really just. I thought they got absolutely fleeced that trade with the Rockets, giving up Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight, and taking on. Ryan Anderson and DeAnthony Melton. Mm-hmm. That's such a loss for me. I mean, yeah, look, eight and a half wins is a lot. Um, I don't think Aiton and Bridges are worth eight and a half wins, no. and they didn't really add anything else when you look at their net. No, I mean, so, you, you're banking on basically like Booker getting better, Josh Jackson getting and better. And I don't think Booker's going to get better because he only has so much room to improve broken offensively hand. without guys around him. Mm-hmm. He had the broken hand. And also, he's not going to get better defensively. He's not. There's no reason for him to improve defensively, so he's not going to, in my yeah. opinion. All right, we've got four teams left. We've got 15 minutes to do that. Predictions, lightning round, so we're going to have to go quicker on some. Easy. Um, Blazers is a quick team. Blazers coming up quick. It's we're, the same team. People are down on them this year. Yeah, they, they're, they're boring, man. It's a boring team. This is the same team. It's the 42 same team. wins, though. They won 49 games last year. They were the three seed, and then 42 this year. I think everybody else gets better. Blazers aren't getting better. Is it 42 even or 42 and a half? 42 even. 42 even. I'll take a push. Uh, I, Absolutely. I'm right on the number. Push. 42 and 40. <laughs> I'll take the under. I think they go. By the way, nobody should ever do. Don't, don't get on the push. I'm doing no. it because I'm not putting money on it. I no. uh, I love Seth Curry. I I love Sauce Castillo. Nick Stauskas, the greatest nickname ever. But I'm gonna take the under. You can only play so many short white guys. What do you make of yeah. the theory that uh for it's 42 because Vegas knows that there might be a trade brewing in February between either Dane or CJ. They're not trading either of those guys. Think I, I think I think it's 42 because this team is boring and nobody wants to think about them for longer than they have to. Well, even though Dame, I I wish he had a better fate, but he doesn't. Yeah. I think that there's a scenario. Like, I don't... They could win 50. I don't know. Maybe. I'm taking they could the win over. 30 or seven, 50. A seven, like, seven wins is a lot of regression for a team that has... Dame and CJ are both young. It's not like they're getting older. Nurkic, baby. Yeah, like, what, what did they lose? They lost Nothing. Pat Connaughton, Ed Davis, Shabazz, and... Pat Connaughton, big Papayanis. loss. Big loss. Big loss. Oh. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Objectively, project seven wins regression yeah. when like all they they didn't lose anyone. Everyone else is getting better. You're that's objectively correct, that's, that's but I'm still picking argument. the push. I'm still picking the push. Okay, you do that. We're gonna. This is gonna be even quicker. Sacramento Kings Woo. are absolutely terrible. Bogdan's gonna score 35 a game. Absolutely. As a Nets fan, they're the spiritual counterpart <laughs> in the West, and I have such a soft spot for them, especially when they had Vince Carter last year. But Harry Giles. Rookie of the Year candidate. Market right now. They're like, not not they're Marvin like, Bagley? They like, could have the best numbers, I think, just based on the fact that this team is... I don't know how they pick Bagley over Doncic. That, as a, even though I like Duke and I love Bagley... As someone who's watched the Kings, or, I know how. I they're know. they're, 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 yeah. they're how. just seven phenomenally fun guys on this team. The problem is none of them are actually good right now. The best player might be Jamon Shumpert, and that hurts a lot. Yeah. And even worse is they don't have their pick. I mean, yeah, I love all these guys. Like, Heald, Cauley, Stein, Fox, Bissier, Mason. I love all those guys. What's the over-under? What's the number? Uh, I think I'm going to go over bad, if it's 26. Low. I'm going to go over because they don't have their pick. They have no, reason. They have no reason to be bad. <laughs> under, under, under. I'm going to go over just because why not? 
We're going to, I'm sure we'll talk about the Kings more on SFAD because Matt McHugh comes on SFAD a lot and Matt McHugh loves talking about the Kings. So they're fun, we're gonna, great teams. They're very about. entertaining to watch just as like, what is the dumbest thing we can do and let's do that. And but I love De'Aaron Fox. I hope they play Bagley at the three. Just kidding, I don't. But that's, that's what all, I hope that's they, what all they the players are saying. The they should do the four ridiculous. on five thing this year for real because Bagley's not playing any Northwestern men, <laughs> Northwestern men might play A.J. Turner at the one this year. Positionless basketball. Save it for a different podcast. <laughs> San Antonio Spurs, we have two left. Spurs are actually interesting. I yeah. like obviously losing Kawhi Leonard hurt, but last year they won forty seven games with Kawhi playing what nine games. Add an all NBA caliber player in DeMar DeRozan. Their over under is forty four and a half. That's... People are sleeping on this team because they forget that that everybody thinks about them losing Kawhi and nobody remembers that Kawhi didn't play. When they look at this number, nobody remembers that Kawhi didn't play last year. How did this team get 47 wins out of the team it had? It doesn't even make Greg sense. Greg Popovich, Greg Popovich, Popovich it got doesn't. 47 out of those guys. He added DeRozan. He added, like, one of the most Popovich guys out there in Marco Bellinelli. Maybe the he most. added Jakob Pertl. These are all guys who are going to make a difference for a Greg Popovich coach team. Yeah. This team is going to win 50 games. That's my hot take. 50 wins for the, for the Spurs. Way wow. over. I'm a pop believer. I also believe in the Spurs. I don't, maybe not as much as you. I've got the over. Lucas is. Are you gonna make it a three? I'll make for three? it three for three okay. on the over, even though losing Deontay Murray crushed my. That show. hurts the that's, point guard situation. That's maybe the preseason. It's tough. I'm most upset it's about. It's tough. Torn ACL right there. Final team, also a really interesting team, Utah Jazz. Obviously, over. last year Donovan Mitchell shatters expectations. The they win 48 games. Know. It's 49 and a half this year. Oof. People are really high on this team. People guys. are crazy high on them. 29 and six when Gobert returned from injury after the All Star break. I think that's why. I'm not saying they're going to win 67 games on that pace, but I would take the over. They're going to be 50 wins. They're going to host a first round playoff series. Market efficiency. Everybody's too high on the Jazz. That means I'm going to be low on them. I don't. I don't really have a lot to base it on. I love this whole team. They didn't add anybody. That's what I'm basing it on. Under. But they didn't lose anybody. No, of course not. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, I just said I had That's nothing fair. to base it on. That's fair. Yeah. You did, you did make that clear. I think that, I mean, if you're looking at, like, what could go wrong, like, maybe Mitchell doesn't make, like, maybe he... Regresses. Yeah, like, Quinn Snyder's a great Absolutely coach. Absolutely Maybe regress. last year. Absolutely he, I, I fear that, too. It's the Tatum. It's like what people are saying about, like, maybe Jason Tatum. Go he American was so too. good last year. It's maybe not fair to make have him make the second step when, like, when you have a great coach like a Brad Stevens or a Quinn Snyder... He was so good last year, he may not make that second jump. He might, even if he plays his caliber last year. It's the same point as I was making about the Nuggets. How You can't expect guys to make that second yeah. jump. If their ceiling time. isn't a top 10 player in the NBA, they're not going most, to jump up every time. Mm-hmm. Everybody outside of like 20 guys doesn't have a top exactly. 10 ceiling. Yeah. And they, Grayson Allen, I hope he helps. I think he can. He won't. But I'm not sure. He won't. I, I think the I NBA's going to throw him out for tripping four guys in the first two games. I don't know how much he's actually going to play. Throw him out but... of the league. Exactly. See, Gobert, I think he is what he is. He's the best defensive player in the league. His only thing is injuries. Mm-hmm. That's why it's really hard to quantify in terms of wins. Yeah. I'm, he's I think not I, getting worse. I think I talked myself into the under here just kind of Ooh. based on Noah's logic, just based on, like, everyone is doing it. And even if this team exactly. wins 47 don't games. Don't be a sheep. I, uh... I mean, I get it. Like, I get why a lot of people think that they're already over, and it's hard because I think that they'll probably get, like, the four seed, three or four seed. That has Lakers. to be the over. Right? But then that's what you think. So I don't know. Is I don't think they're going to be the three or four seed. Is the three I, think the, I think the Thunder make the three seed, Lakers make the four seed. I, yeah, but I also Jazz the make the five seed, or maybe the Blazers make the five seed. Maybe the Jazz are down to six. Good. Maybe the Pelicans get in there, man. There's teams. Maybe I'm the taking Spurs, the under. I'm I said the Spurs the are getting the 50. We just had two. Maybe the Spurs get in there. This the Jazz the can be the eight seed. There's Jazz too many good teams. I'm taking the under. The eight seed. That would be a quantifiable disappointment. It would absolutely okay. be a disappointment until they beat the Warriors in five. Real quick. We believe reversed. Real quick, I'll get your guys' rookie of the year picks. 
I'll start, Lucas, I'll start with you for Rookie of the Year. Who do you have? I said Deontay, DeAndre Aiden, but I'm going to go Luka Doncic. I said it, I think, at the top of this podcast, the best player in the second-best league in the world last year at the age of 19. I think that there's going to be a little bit too much hype around this Mavericks team, which is going to help him. And I'm, that's my pick for Rookie of the Year. All right, Jalen no. Brunson. No, just kidding. Uh, I like I like Jaron Jackson Jr. here. Um, even even though I don't think the Grizzlies are going to be that good, I think he's going to be a standout on a team with a lot of old guys and not a lot of young guys to compete for playing time with him. And I think he'll kind of come out of nowhere. Uh, I really do think that it's going to be a guy outside of the top five if it's not Jaron Jackson. I just don't. I think there's a little too much hype on those top three, even though they're all really talented. They're playing for bad teams. I don't know if they're going to do it. Let me give you the best value: Miles Bridges plus thirty three hundred. Wow. Plus 30. That's a lot. That's Problem awesome. is, does Miles, does this game league translate to the NBA? And I think, yes, it yes. does. I think, I think yes, it does. So I like, it. I, think, I like it. I think that, say this team is really, or so say they make the playoffs, and I don't know where Kemba Walker fits into this team, but I think that like they need someone to kind of take that yeah. move. And if they want to If they elevate, make the playoffs, it's got to be Miles Bridges, and then he might win the rookie of the year for sure. I love that. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I, I kind of like Plus Jaren Jackson. Plus, they might be If they make the playoffs in the East, they might they could, be worse be than non-playoff Western Conference teams. They could be worse than they were last year. are going to love that, that he's in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying I like the value Good value. Good value. Good value. Real quick, MVP. I think we already talked about. We've talked about LeBron and Anthony Davis. Is it going to be someone else, or is it going to be... Well, I said Jalen Brunson for Rookie of the Year. I'm saying Jaleel Okafor for MVP. <sighs> Got it. No, I'm just Hairy kidding. Uh, uh, Giannis. I love, I love Giannis at MVP. I think he's going to dominate this Easter Conference outside of, uh, outside of Boston and Toronto. And, and I think they're going to be the clear three seed, and I think that might be enough to win a, win an MVP. Not a Chicago-based player. You're going Greece with this one. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Greece is basically Chicago. the Chicago of Europe. Got it. As it's not Chicago. It has to be said. outside you know, the United States. There you go. I, lo- I really like that Giannis pick, but... And just the way of saying someone else, Anthony Davis is just going to put the team on his back. I, the injuries is the only thing I see possibly that could derail his MVP campaign. He might be the second, no, probably he is the most third, just talented player in the league. He's going to be the most talented player on the court at all times. And he has so many facets to his game that I believe in him a little more than Giannis because if Giannis can't really just get a a solid shot from outside, there are ways to stop him. I see no ways to stop AD. My school beat his school in basketball while he was there. When he was a 6'3 backup shooting right. before he had his 8-inch senior year. When he had the unibrow and the real... He, he real, still he had the unibrow for Real a unibrow. Yeah, that's true. And the Perspectives, man. They're not great. good. All right, I, had, uh, I picked LeBron on the last podcast. If you want to hear my reasoning, listen to that. And also, we talked about the Lakers already. But moving on, the lightning round. Ooh. I don't know if you know how this works, Lucas. Ten questions total. One set. You go first with one set with ten questions, or Noah goes first. But either way, all ten at once for you. You get a steal. You can only use one. So there's three easy worth one point, three medium worth two, three hard worth three, and a Wisconsin sports special worth four Wisconsin points. Wisconsin sports special. So you only get one of those. Use it however. Yeah, yeah. Use it however you want. Um, and we'll do rock paper scissors to decide who goes first. All right. Rock paper scissors shoot. Noah with rock, Lucas with scissors. So, Noah, you actually get to choose. Would you like to go first or defer? And if I defer, that means I can choose the, the set, basically? Yes. I would like to go first. Okay. So, you'd like to go first. All right, we'll start with uh, the easy question. Who traded with the Hawks to draft Luka Doncic? We've talked about it. Yeah. Um, I just got to think back to the start of this podcast. It was the first team, which is why I'm struggling to remember. 
I really should know this, obviously. Mavericks. That's right. One point. Took for me a little longer. I knew, I knew it. It just took me a little longer. Which point guard did the Clippers draft? Second easy question worth a point. Another one that we talked about, but not as much. We didn't really go over the Clippers no. draft. All right, I know they picked pretty high. It's a good test. Yeah. Well, we we didn't really go over their draft class, so I'm not feeling too bad if I miss this one. And I didn't pay that much attention to the draft because I only cared about who the Bulls were taking. Right. Um, uh, Point guard, they're in the lottery, right? Yeah, they're in the lottery, I think. Yeah. How many point guards are there? I'm giving you a five-second countdown. So it is the lightning round. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Three, two, one. I can't think of anybody. Think of Would you like to use a steal on the one-point question, or do you want to save it? Um, I'll use it. It was Shea Gilgis Alexander. That is correct. University of Should have known that one. one, one. one. Alright, so the strategy of take the steal while right. you can. Not See, I don't know if I'm going to have another one. Exactly. Some people some people like to save it, but some... I promise I'm not very good at the NBA question, so we you saw might get the, We one. saw it the last round. Trey tried to save his steal, and it ended up he couldn't use it. It's my first podcast. So, I'll, I'll play it safe. There you go. So it's 1-1. One, one. Noah, your third easy question. Which Thunder player signed a free agent contract this offseason with the Rockets? Carmelo Anthony. That's right. Two points for I had Noah. to make sure I wasn't like missing something. Yeah. Two it points. It feels like a trick question. Medi- yeah. The medium set of questions. Who is the, who is the now permanent coach of the Grizzlies? Some white guy not named David Fisdale. I don't know. You already used I, your skill. I, I, I don't know. J.B. Bickerstaff. Ooh, Ooh J.B. I was Se- right that it was a white guy. Yeah, Second right. medium question. Next Can team. you name the four members of the meme team that joined the Lakers this offseason? JaVale, Rajan, Stevenson. God damn it. This was, always, this was the tough one. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh, Michael Beasley. That's right. Yes. Two points. Noah's up to four. Your final medium question. Who was the latest former bull to join the Timberwolves? The this latest. Is, yeah, right up your alley here. Yeah, I know, but I'm trying Super to think. Bulls. I, I can think of the latest one I'm thinking of, but I feel like there's another one after that. Can you give me a, the time frame in which he did join the Timberwolves? I did not write these questions. Okay. No, I cannot. Okay. I wrote the Wisconsin Sports Fest. See, I'm thinking, this is not my answer, but I'm thinking Rose, but I don't remember See, I, if somebody else went during the offseason. It was, it was in the offseason? Well, I mean, this is the NBA offseason lightning. I would have asked Rose. So. I it's, not Rose. it's not Rose. It's not Rose. Latest former bull. Oh, oh, wait. Um, God, I remember reading about it and being like, "Oh, classic Tibbs." Five, four, three, two. Not Lou Aldang. Lou Aldang. Yes. Because you're thinking straight from the Bulls to. No, I was. I was initially, but then I remember the Lou Aldang was Five, floating six. around. I was like, maybe him. Right. Six points for Noah. Heading into the hard set of questions. Good save. Which two 2014 draft class members joined the Pelicans? This off. Oh, this off season, obviously. Um, 2014 class members. You would have had to steal? That's too bad. Um, who are we talking about with them? I'm just going to have to take a guess because I don't remember the class. Yeah. Um, let's say, I'm struggling to even remember who we talked about as them adding. Just guess uh, two players on the Pelicans. Yeah, but I don't remember who those two players are. I'm just going to pass. I'm not going to get it anyways. Julius Randle and Alfred Payton. Yeah, I wouldn't be That was a hard, hard question. Second hard question, which three guards for the Spurs are currently injured? All of them are currently injured. Jante Murray. Yep. 
Is Patty still injured? I'm going to guess Patty. No, okay. No. I'm wrong then. Derek White and Lonnie Walker. Yeah, wouldn't have gotten it. Lonnie Walker's injured right now? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, so sad. I know. Shout out to the U, right? Yeah. yeah. Final hard question. I'll give you partial credit if you can get even like half of these. It shouldn't be that bad. We, we talked about most of them. Name six Kings big men. Okay, we got Skull. We got Willie Cauley Stein. Yep, that's two. We got. Who counts as a big man is the real question. Marvin Bagley. Yeah. I'm counting him as a big man. Oh, for sure. Um, most of the Kings roster counts as big men, actually. That's true. the Kings, you have a good shot. Um, Justin Jackson does not count as a big man. He's not on the Kings anymore, I don't think. Uh, oh, that sure. Justin. There's multiple Justin. Yeah, that's Jacksons, true. Yeah. There's, there's multiple Justin. Jackson. Yeah. Um, there's going to be at least two, one of those guys who I just don't know. Mm, you would know most. We've said most. We said all these guys when we were talking about them. There's also two guys who like you would never get. But the, so there's eight total. Oh, okay. I don't know. The, I don't remember the other three. Harry Giles. Harry Giles. Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph. And uh, Costa Kufis would be oh, six. Got so you Africa. said three out of the six. I'll give you a point for that. Okay, I'll take that. Seven. Wisconsin Sports Special. Four-point question. I'm feeling good about this. Oh, Can't be easy. God, I'm not. It's going to be hard. I'm feeling decent about it. Bronson Koenig, Bronson Wisconsin Koenig. Badgers legend, plays for a G League team. Name that G League team. I have to name the team? The team. Oh, Jesus. You can't get four. I only know, some, I only know so many yeah. teams. You can't know all Is he teams. on the Bulls one? I don't know. See, so my my two guesses are the Mad Ants, because that's one of the teams I know, and the Windy, and the Windy City Bulls, just in case he's on the Windy City Bulls, and I'm going to go with the you, Windy City Bulls. Right. Is not the Windy City okay. Bulls. Would you have known it? No. Would you have been able to get it if I had told you the affiliate? Affiliation? He's Maybe not. The Pistons. Which is... Oh, what is... I don't know what the affiliate is. Lucas. Oh, I is don't, it Fort Wayne? Grand, Fort Rapids, Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. Sorry. So that was also a Michigan sports special because I'm from Grand Rapids. But, uh, yeah, Bronson Koenig on the so I got drive. seven? You got seven. You got, you you got steal one. in your back pocket. I exactly. You could get oh, to you, ten. Yeah. Double He's digits. probably going to beat me. He's better at the double NBA. Double digits is normally what you shoot for in lightning yeah. round. That's I'm not like, going to If you can get double okay. digits, you're looking good. So seven's not bad. You already have one. Your I'm going to have to save my steal. I'm going to have to save my steal. First easy question, who drafted Grayson Allen? The Utah Jazz. Correct. Up to two points. Your second easy question. Which two top ten draft picks did the Suns take? DeAndre Ayton and Michael, Vir- Michael Bridges. Yep. Michael, uh, Got Michael it. Bridges. Uh, up to three points. Your final easy question. Which team now has Isaiah Thomas? The Denver Nuggets. That is correct. Three for three on the easy questions. Let's four go. points total. Your first medium question. Question four. Which two Rockets just joined the Suns this offseason? Oh, I'm so glad I mentioned them. Uh, Ryan Anderson and DeAnthony Melton. It's not DeAnthony Melton. Joined the Suns? Yeah, former Rockets. He was on the Rockets, right? They traded, because that's who they traded for. may have to look this up. This wasn't who we had, but... Oh, well, Ariza, too, but I just, I was thinking about the trade. Okay, you're correct, so I'll give you, I'll give you, you would have gotten two anyway. So... I don't don't know why he came to my mind before Ariza. (laughs) I love it, I love it. Six... Six points total? Yeah. yeah. Six points. Noah still has his steal. Uh, you're going to have to have him get one wrong first. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> question five. Second medium question. Which player committed in free agency to the Sixers, then said he would go to Europe before eventually signing with the Kings? I remember this because they wildly overpaid him, and I can't... Oh, I also remember oh, this. I rem- Why don't I remember the name? Was it... Was it Mario Hazonia? 
was not Hazonia. He's on the Knicks. He's I the, I'm, Knicks. I'm not going to steal. I don't remember who it is. I remember this happening, but I do not remember who it was. Uh, Bielitsa. Oh, Nemanja. Nemanja. Nemanja Bielitsa. I knew it was a... Yeah. I remember hearing this story. I don't know if I would have been able to get it either. Your final hard question, or medium question, but this is a hard one, so <laughs> good luck. Who is, ne- who is the new coach of the Suns? I don't know coaches' names, Yeah, that's dude. tough. Who is well, the new coach of the Suns? We can't just Suns. have it all be players or that's else true. it would be easy. That's true. Who is the new coach of the Suns? Considering they don't have 10 in the last however many years. Uh, I'm going to throw out... Let me see. Damn, I really don't know. Who is it? Igor... Oh, did you know? Igor Koskovov. Oh, I totally Koskovov. do that. Because you're <laughs> oh, stolen. Oh, that's, too bad. Unbelievable. That's a medium question. Oh, my. Still sitting at six. He won a hard one. And Noah still has his steal. Which two former Sixers joined the Thunder this offseason? One by trade, one by free agency. TLC, Timothy Luo, Cabaret? Luau. Luau. Right. And the other Sixer was... Join the Thunder? Mm-hmm. Former Sixer. Oh, former Sixer, right, right. Oh, man. Come on. This is such a bad joke. Uh, former Sixer. Oh, no. Shoot. Was it? Oh, man, I don't know. Would you like to steal? I don't really know how this would work if you did get it. Because he already got one of them for you, but... Yeah. I'll give you, like, I'll give you two if you get the second one. I don't know it for sure, so I'm not going to guess it. We hyped him up I had a, a lot. Oh, okay. Nerland's Noel. Oh, true. Former Sixer. Right. I forgot that he's on the Sixers. I, keep, I, I was thinking, I was thinking too much as yeah. just Sixers straight to... Yeah, yeah. All good. Still 7-6. This is going to come down to the wire here. Yeah, Your second hard question, question eight. Who did the Blazers draft with the 23rd overall pick? This is such a random question. With the 23rd overall pick. In the 2018 NBA the draft. 2018 NBA draft. The Timberwolves select... Was it Mitchell Robinson? It was not Mitchell Robinson. Oh, I don't know who it is. <laughs> Anthony Simmons. Oh. Anthony. Yeah. It's coming down to last two. Coming it down is. to the wire. I think wow. you. Can, I think you can get this one. This one is hard, but not. It's gettable. Which stretch big, not named, Boogie Cousins joined the Warriors this off season. This off season. Okay. Which stretch big? Showing. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, they lost. David West retired. Not named Boogie Cousins. I don't they, track Warriors offseason. They lost Caspi. So they need a stretch big man. Um, wow. I, I don't want to give up. I don't think I know. You can just guess. It doesn't hurt to guess. It does not hurt to guess. Why can't I name any stretch big man? Uh, was it maybe... Was it... Ilyasova's not on. Is it Ilyasova? He's on the box. He's on the stolen box. I have no, I have you want to no use guess. this? No. Jonas Jurepko. Oh, right. He left the Jazz. I also yeah. remember seeing that and just totally forgot. Yeah. I wiped that My straight. My brain is It's all right. Dead. You can get this. if you. And this isn't one that you have to know. You can always guess on this one, but right. you, you do. I mean, knowing it helps. It's a four-point question. It can give you the win. How many former Wisconsin players are currently in the NBA? Currently in the NBA. In the actual NBA. Yes. Nigel Hayes, Not Frank today. Kaminsky. I mean, I know I know I don't have a name, but I'm just trying to think. Koenig, you said was on the uh, is in the G League. That Doesn't does not count, count. Yeah. Um. My source is real GM here. In order right. to well, track, that, that's I reliable. Trust it. Yeah. Uh, former Wisconsin. I mean, you have to think. For, I'm gonna say f- seven. I'm gonna say three. 
You guys are both incorrect. It's actually four. So Ni- Nigel Hayes is not wow. on a uh, team. It is. I knew Nigel Hayes was not. Decker, Decker's, not on Decker's on the Cavs. Yeah. Kaminsky, Devin Harris is on Devin the Mavs. I John Moore on the Pistons. I was thinking. I was, was on the Pistons. I knew. I knew it was Kaminsky. Decker and one other white guy that I forgot, but I totally forgot about Devin Harris. Okay. So Noah, a 7-6 win, plays some great defense down the oh, stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Beat up, baby. That's all we have for our Western Conference preview. Thanks for listening. 